Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than six years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. I love seeing them enjoy this math program and grow in their mathematical journey. Thank you so much for all that you're doing and for providing quality math lessons for my children. So friends, if you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. What is a good Christian example? Well, we can point to the saints, people like Mother Teresa and others. But truly, we can be an example to others by asking the Lord for His grace and His help. Well, today's topic is Christian example. You can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. This is episode 272. And I want to thank our ongoing sponsor, which is CTC Math. You can visit this website, which is a curriculum for students K through 12 with online tutorials and the help they need by um, visiting the website again at ctcmath.com. Well, sadly, we as Christians as a whole are not the best examples of how to live. The promises of the gospel message show others, especially those who are suffering, that there is hope in Christ. But what about us? And the issue is, more importantly, how are you showing others the love of God? I remember when the kids were younger and they would wear these t-shirts that said, God loves you or some other Bible verse on there. And I would just say to the children, why are you wearing that to the park? Because invariably you're going to get into a fight with one of your siblings and you're going to show by example, because um, as we know, an example is more powerful than words, right? And you're going to show people that, um, you're not a good Christian. So I didn't really want them to wear that. Or if they did wear this shirt to give the example by acting kindly, loving and forgiving to their siblings, especially when they were playing on the playground, that might be difficult. But we see so many examples through the scriptures of how the Lord expects us, his people to act. And we saw example after an example where you know, people were doing well for a while. And then at the end of their lives, you know, for example, Saul, or David, or some of the others, you know, they, they did so well, and then they fell short. The key is, especially when we think about King David, 
is that he did repent and ask for forgiveness. There was still punishment there, but he did repent. And sometimes we fall short by word and sometimes by deed. And most of the time, just because we're too lazy to do what is right. We shouldn't be so hard on ourselves, of course, sometimes. But at other times, we have to take a look at ourselves and say, how am I showing others the love of Christ? Our pastor used to say that some people suffered from Christian scrupulosity, that they were more concerned about the letter of the law than the law itself. And when we read the scriptures, we see it plainly. Yet, how many of us take it to heart? And I know I'm guilty of it myself. In Luke 7, 31 through 35, we read, Jesus said to the crowds, To what shall I compare the people of this generation? What are they like? They are like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another. We played the flute for you, but you did not dance. We sang the dirge, but you did not weep. For John the Baptist came, neither eating food nor drinking wine, and you said, He is possessed by a demon. The Son of Man came, eating and drinking, and you said, He looks like a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is vindicated by her children. Now, if you read all of the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, you will see that before. Jesus said this, he had been very busy. He had been curing many who had diseases and sicknesses. He had been casting out evil spirits. He gave sight to the blind and he healed those who had leprosy. He healed the lame. And yet Jesus was reprimanding the people because even though they saw these miracles, they were not ready to change their lives. As Christians, we know the end of the story. We know what it is we should do. We know that Jesus died for our sins, that God has compassion on those who were suffering or have suffered even today. God brought people back to life. This is an example for us today, and God gave that gift. He gave it to his disciples, he gave it to the prophets. They were able to pray and people were healed. We have the opportunity for everlasting life with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. And we have one life to live. And we can easily, well, maybe not so easily, but we can, by example, show Christ to others. How are we going to live our lives that? in a way that is pleasing to the Lord. I can give you a list of five or maybe 10 things you can do, but my list may not be the one that's right for you. And your list may not be the one that's right for me. In doing this good thing, being a Christian example, it can cause us to be boastful or to congratulate ourselves that we are not like those sinners out there. Friends, we must be cautious. I did a podcast some time back that was titled Judgmental Christians, and I'll have a show link um, to that show on the website. But what ended up happening um, was that a friend of mine saw the title and did not listen to the podcast and told me they didn't like it. It turned out they hadn't listened to it. 
And the reason that they didn't like it is they thought I was saying that as Christians, we should be judgmental. Well, that's the opposite, right? As Christians, we should not be. It is up to God to judge. We can maybe lead people to the Lord, but it is up to him. It's a free will decision. So to summarize the other podcast, I explained how I should live my life according to the Gospels, how I should improve my life, and to look at my life and to see who I needed to forgive and who I needed to ask forgiveness to. We are all flawed. It is difficult to show an example of Christianity to others when we are hurting. And as my mother used to say, we need to get our own house in order before we can fix the houses of others. Of course, that's paraphrasing. It's actually a saying. In giving others an example of what it means to be a Christian, we are following the example Christ gave us. However, when we pray, when we give alms, we do it because it is something we want to do. It's out of obedience. It's a free will decision. For those who pray at abortion clinics, for those who are sidewalk counselors, for those who are trying to help those who are hurting, that's an example of being a Christian and praying and seeking to help others. People will consider that an affront and say, well, you're judging, not if they're there and they're offering their help. Being a Christian is a free will decision. It's acting like one that's difficult. We have to show humility, love, and compassion especially to those who are hurting, and especially if they feel rejected by others. When Jesus walked the earth, he asked his disciples, and I love this phrase, come, follow me. This is being called by God. But we know we are called by God. The scriptures tell us he has called us by name, Isaiah 43.1. Knowing someone's name held great significance in biblical times, and even today. Abram was called Abraham because he was going to be the father of nations. Sarai was called Sarah for the same as a mother of nations. God changed their name, and it was significant. Aren't you happy when someone remembers your name or you remember someone's name? The significance is important, even more so that God knows the number of hairs on my head. And even the very hairs on your head are numbered, Matthew 10.30. If God has asked us to be an example and turn back from sinful life, all we can do is say yes. In Matthew 9, 9-13, we read, As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at a customs post. He said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick but go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, 
but sinners. Think and pray on this scripture. Meditate on it. God is calling us. He is calling all of us, not the perfect, not the ones that have it all together, but us. If we wait until we're perfect to show an example of Christ to others, we'll be waiting forever. The side of heaven, none of us is perfect. As a Christian, our example may be flawed, but it is at least an attempt. Not a perfect one, but one that we've at least tried. We've tried to do things right, and we've learned that there is a right and wrong way to act. But one thing we know, we should not be judgmental like the Pharisees. I once read that there could be a situation where we are the only example of Christ that a person will see. And if we give them a bad example, we need to ask for their forgiveness. We all have bad days and it's understandable, but we want to show the best side of ours, not the worst. Think about everyday life, driving in traffic, trying to find a parking spot, or maybe returning something at a store when the clerk is very frustrating. We can use these everyday opportunities to say thank you or some other greeting that is welcoming. Maybe we can say something like, I appreciate the excellent job you've done. Or, I appreciate how hard you're working if they haven't done an excellent job. You know what I mean. Sometimes it only costs us a few minutes of our time, and sometimes it costs us so much more. Yes, it is a sacrifice, but that's a small price to pay because God has given us an abundance of love and grace, and it should be outpouring in us. If you have a hard time showing a Christian example, pray to the Lord and ask him to infill you. Jesus asks us to follow him. It's not a call we should take lightly. It's in those baby steps that bring us closer to Christ. Let's all pray and ask the good Lord to give us the grace we need to be a Christian example, because only by his gift of love and grace can we possibly show others just that tiny bit from us of the great, vast goodness of God. We need to rejoice and be glad because he is there for us, not just today, but every day. And I pray that this week your challenge will be, can you guess it? That's right. Be a Christian example, either to yourself or to others in your life and beyond. And take care. And may God bless you today and always. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.